This is KWRD 1470 and 98.5, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events around Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the events coming up around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jamie Holmes and Matt Golson. <laughs> well, Matt, it's Friday. It's Out to Pastor. Yeah. We're back in the studio, and once again, we are here to celebrate a local dream come true. Yeah. You know, we've been on this kick. The show's been working. It's magic. We had Dave Powell launched a career. He's he's the face. And voice. And voice of State Farm. State Farm. Dave, you're welcome. We single-handedly revitalized the roller derby industry. Yeah. That thing's out of control. And then today, we're going to celebrate another, and this is a serious deal, too. Oh, it's, it's really, yeah. This is really a big huge. event. We're going yeah. to celebrate a local citizen who has made a dream come true and done something that very, I would dare say very few of us very ever few. even try to do, yeah. much less actually accomplish, which is really cool. We're going to refer to him, though, just out of respect. <laughs> That's right, out of respect. Out of respect. As guest number 18963. 18963. 18963. A lot of us may have been tracking him on our iPhones last week. That's right. You could text that number in somewhere and track his progress. Our good friend Frank Lane has joined us in the studio today to tell us all about running the Boston Marathon, folks. Boston Marathon. Yes. It was, it was really an exciting event. I've been running for... Uh, nine years and training quite a bit and so uh got to qualify for the boston marathon in a marathon in dallas and so this was kind of a dream come true for me and uh to be able to experience running boston which is kind of what most marathon runners look forward to and so i qualified and got in and so started uh planning for it probably a little over a year ago and my wife and my youngest daughter uh, my wife Marty and my daughter Gracie and I made the trip up to Boston last week and got to look around a little bit uh, around Boston and just a lot of historical stuff which was really interesting but then was able to run Monday and uh, completed the marathon and just it was exciting that is so cool you know he said he started training for this marathon like a year ago well, you know, last week on Friday, I started training for the 5K. I know, right it's, here on the stove. Yeah, so it's pretty similar. It's very similar. In fact, that's why we wanted Frank here today, was yeah. because of all the obvious similarities obvious. between his run in Boston that's right. and your marathon here uh, locally. Frank is tall. He's quiet. He runs a marathon. I'm a little bit shorter, loud, and 5K. I mean, the, the similarities are just too obvious. So, And it turned out that Frank is an experienced radio show guest. He is. This is not his first adventure on radio. Frank, you've done a radio show before? I have. I have. But it's been about 25 years ago, so it was the last time I did. But it's like a bicycle. You really never forget And it, and it was a... It's a church show. It was a little church devotional show. About how long? Like five minutes. Yeah, see. So that's like the five k. Yes. Yeah, this this, this one is like day, a marathon. This is more like a marathon. You yes. will be exhausted after this. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need you to hydrate, yeah. focus. This is the long run. Okay. okay. And do we have any snacks in here? We will have some snacks. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. When it's over. Maybe maybe Matt a water burger. Honey, honey butter. It's hard for me to say that. Honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah. It's not easy to say, but it is easy to eat. 
It was good. Well, well, Frank is here, and I can't wait to get all the details. Of this. I think yeah, because this is really extremely, cool. extremely cool. I want to hear about the. He's logistics. the only person I've ever met that actually was in the Boston Marathon. Well, I'm actually got my hand here on. Yeah, his you're number. touching. Yeah, yeah. It you know, may be still bill. a little sweaty, so you might be careful. There. <laughs> we'll wash up, but it's uh, it's really impressive, Frank. I'm glad to have you here to tell us all well, about you. it. Thank you. Now we did have a big week too. While Frank was off on his frolic, right? His Excursion to Boston. We had a lot going on in Henderson. I know you had your big resurrection run. Huge yeah. turnout. Yeah, it really Even was. With the bad weather. Even with the bad weather, had a great turnout. We had 220 registered for the race, which is a large race in Henderson. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Those were great numbers, and I think you did the math. It's like two percent of the population. The numbers don't lie. So that's pretty big. We checked it out. It's actually per capita. Right. It's just about as big or bigger than and the, the Boston, Boston Marathon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, Boston's a big it. town, so, you know, there, there is that. That's but, right. But, yeah, we had 220 register, and, of course, the rain came in, had some lightning and thundering at the end, but we had probably 170-ish, 175 run. That's a for, big number. That's a big number for the weather being bad. Yeah. And the best part was the Sunshine Lighthouse donation from all the businesses and matching grant, all that stuff that worked out, we gave them $20,000. So, oh, the other good thing was the Whataburger Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit. But the donation was awesome. <laughs> so uh, we thank everybody for that. And you know what? Uh, that race was great. We had we had people dressed up as hippos. I saw Wearing that. a tutu. We had a local. Now, listen, Boston Marathon is getting all the PR for a police officer running uh, the marathon. Right. But Henderson first had a police officer running in full gear full gear full gear 5k ben bynum ben bynum he finished it i watched him the whole way he ran the whole thing yeah the whole way because i was behind him i was hoping i would be able to pass him long enough to get a picture of him chasing me <laughs> and when i passed him i didn't have enough strength to put the phone up to get the picture but he's yeah, right behind me the whole way in full gear if you had gotten that picture it would have been like a scene out of the terminator Oh, it would have been. Uh, it'd been awesome. We've been. Checking. And he was sitting there. He had, he didn't even sign up. He was just, he just like oh, I just felt like running. Like was this Forrest Gump over here? Yeah, that's not something you hear a lot among your general population. No, I just felt, I like, felt running. like running in full gear. In full gear. But props to H. Henderson Police Department. They can run a five k just like that. And without even meaning to, we solved the age old question right and, here in the studio. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize that until you brought it up. We, we solved did. the age old question that came up when you mentioned. 13,000 Easter eggs to be found right. and the honey butter chicken biscuits. Right. Because the chicken came first. <laughs> the chicken came that, first. Because the eggs were, that event was held later. <laughs> and props to the Russ County Commissioners for helping us. We had to move it to the rodeo arena and pavilion. Because Fair Park, we couldn't have it out there. But how do you hide them at the rodeo arena? You just put them out you there. You just scattered. You're not really hiding them at Fair Park either. It's 13,000 <laughs> eggs. You're going to find plenty of eggs <laughs> and uh, the great thing is all these kids went home with a lot of sugar and you know s some of them ate the candy before they got home uh -huh. so the parents were probably real happy yeah. saturday afternoon with us but with the boiled eggs they had a little protein too in there yeah, if they got to them yeah yeah you gotta have protein i tried to carve up the day before my race well I, we need to ask frank about this but the day before my race I went to the, the uh, Rusty Star with some guys. We, I had pancakes. Yeah. Uh, Levi had a baseball game that night. I had popcorn. I mean, all the kinds of stuff. And really, it's not any different on the diet that I normally do. But I felt good because I'm like, oh, I have to carb up. But you were focused on the carbs. I was focused on them. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what you do when you're a runner. Uh, Frank, before the Boston <laughs> Marathon, did you, did you take any pancakes or popcorn? You know, a lot of people do carb up with eating, like, pasta and stuff, but I don't care for pasta, so I had a cheeseburger myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. See, I wasn't far off. You actually weren't. I was right there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, the other big event we had in town was was on Wednesday when we had Dr. Thurston Lamb in town. He actually signed his contract to come on board as our next superintendent of schools. We had a very nice um, luncheon for him and for some of the campus leaders and directors, principals, directors. And, and Matt, he showed up with a whole entourage of yeah. folks, yeah, which was really cool. It was a whole group of about 20 folks from his district who wanted to come and see him off and wish him well. And, you know, it was just a good thing to see. Uh, a guy Makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you sometimes you wonder you when you go outside and you hire, people are going to tell you, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. You should hire him. And then they're thinking, man, Ooh, where had that guy's gone? Yeah, I got rid of him. But we had a whole group of folks. There were tears shed. There were tears shed about this man leaving his job in Duncanville. So that's the kind of relationship building that we're hoping he's going to bring to our campus. I, th- I think he will. I think it will be great. Now, you and I met him over at uh, the reception at the middle school, too. Yes. And mm-hmm. I missed I missed a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I can't believe I didn't see it coming. I was wondering if you would take it. Well, you know, Frank, I can't introduce Matt to anybody. Mm. If you've ever tried that. He knows everyone. He knows everyone. Yes. So it's just a running, standing joke between us. I don't even try anymore. Because I'll, I'll do something like, hey, this is Matt. He goes, oh, yeah, we, we grew up together. It's never like he just knows them. There's, there's something. That we Some did connection. Something. Yeah, yeah. Always. he has connections. So here I had this man who's never been to Henderson before. And I'm in line to greet him with Matt. Now, that was the perfect opportunity. I could have said, and Dr. Dr. Lamp, this is Matt Goes. Your one opportunity. But I'm so trained that I just let it go. I just stood there. And now it's too late. That's too because late. Because I've met him. <laughs> <That's too sad. laughs> but but he was interested in the radio show. Well, I was going to say, how would you describe his expression on his face when I said, Matt's a co-host of my radio show? I, I wouldn't use words like surprise and shock like most people would. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was surprised and shocked. <laughs> it, he was actually taken aback. Oh, taken aback. Yeah. He yeah. was astounded. He was, uh, and I think he was hoping he would be asked on it. I just felt that he didn't come right out and say it. No, he didn't say it. But but you don't want to say it right that first day, you know. The the, the word that came to my mind when we told him about the show was perplexed. Ooh, good show. Perplexed. Y'all have a show? (laughs) Maybe it was stunned disbelief. That that could be a good one. But but not completely, because part of him was thinking, I think these guys might actually have a show. Yeah. But then when we told him, not only did we have a show, and we didn't even do it. John Clary was there. That's true. He did it. The The, head coach. The director of the entire Economic Development Corporation said to him, not only do they have a show, it's the number one show in all of America. Yeah. That airs on Friday at eleven thirty in Harrison, Texas, KWRD. Then he was really impressed. <laughs> he was. He chuckled too. He laughed at that. There was a chuckle. I think he's ready to go on the show. I, th- I say we give him a little bit of time. Oh yeah, feet on yeah. The ground. Good feet on the ground. Then we have him on. Then we pull him in. Then he'll see what Henderson's really like. <laughs> Let's make sure there's no take backs. That's right. Then we'll get him back. All right. Well, tell you what we're going to do. Speaking of take, we're going to take a break. Yeah, we've got to get to the next section. We've got to get because on to we this. don't want our show to run long. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> uh, all right, folks, we're going to be right back with Frank Lane. You're all about did the Did you Boston say that was Marathon. a standing joke? Huh? You said that was a standing joke. You should have said it was a running joke. It was a running joke. Well, I'm already off my game this morning. I told you on the way over here, I I, went, I met with the musical research staff last night. Oh, that's we true. We were trying to pick yeah. the perfect song for these next two segments. And you missed a couple. And there were so many choices. That's true. And some you didn't even know about. Some I found didn't out. know about. <laughs> but I'm on the way to the studio this morning to record. And what comes on the radio but the Eagles, the long run. Mm-hmm. An obvious choice. So I've already airballed twice today. Well, and then there's life in the fast, fast lane, like yeah. Frank said. What? You missed that one, life in the fast lane, Frank Lane. <sighs> See, there's just, just so not, many. Just because we make it sound easy doesn't though, mean it's easy. That's what I'm talking about. Frank, that, was that your walk-up music for the marathon? No, they didn't. They didn't. There were so many. They really didn't have one for me, which I was a little disappointed. But I would be too. Yeah, they need walk-up music for him. We're going to improve on that. <laughs> All right, let's take our first break. We'll be right back. More out to pasture on KWRD fourteen seventy and ninety-eight point five. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. had that plane on his earbuds, though. I wish I would have. That would have been a good song. That would have been awesome. Yes. It so it's a pretty good selection. It's yes. Not, yes, I like Flock of Seagulls. That's See? Good there you go. So you did good. He likes that. And Frank, you appreciated the way we tailored our sponsor's commercials to the episode. Yes. Yes. Fit perfectly. Strong Heart Pharmacy going the extra mile. That's right. Run, run business. That's how you run a business. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Brought all that together here with the magic of radio with the KWRD Studios. Mark McLean at the helm over there. Well, Frank, now tell us, because we need to know all about this. You've wanted to do this for a long time, but you can't just call somebody up and say, I'm going to be in the Boston Marathon. No, you really can't. you got to qualify. You do have to qualify. You have, And you have to run a marathon that is a Boston qualifying marathon. So there's certain marathons that are Boston qualifying marathons. So you've got to find one. And then you have to run a certain time according to your age. And okay. thankfully, I'm a little on the older side, so my time is a little bit slower. So uh, I have a guy that I run with a lot in town, Jeremy Davis. He and I trained, and we were both able to Boston qualify at uh, 
the uh, Dallas Marathon back in 2017. All right, now, so for folks that don't already know, a marathon is how long? It is 26.2 miles. Yeah, I'm exhausted thinking about it. Matt, that's like five resurrection runs. That is. No, it's more than that. No, it's actually more than that. Eight or nine. Yeah, let's see. Eight to nine, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of of resurrection runs. I'll just do one. All right, so it's it's 26.2 miles, and then... To qualify this year, what kind of time does the guy have to turn in? They actually, for this next year, they lowered qualifying times by five minutes. So I kind of lucked out and was able to run five minutes slower. Um, But for my age group, I had to run three hours and 40 minutes to qualify for this year's Boston. Earlier, you referred to that as as three Yes, three hours, 40 minutes. But you just said 3.40 earlier. Yes. In in our off-the-record conversations, which... Man, I point out it's a little different from normal. You say I ran three forty. Yeah, you would think three minutes, forty three minutes, seconds. Yeah, three, no, this is three, three hours, three hours and forty minutes, and 40 almost minutes. another hour, almost another hour. That's a lot of running. That's a lot of running, Frank. It is a lot of running. Is it? Is it? Is it truly slow and steady? Wins the race. For Not you? for me, just completing it. Slow and steady completes the, completes race. the race. Yes, hey, now, that is victory right there. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually see the people that won it because they were so far ahead, but I did see on camera afterwards, and they run very fast and steady. That's so crazy. they they finish in just a little over two hours, which to me is amazing. Twenty six miles wow. in two hours. Yes. <laughs> Just a little over two hours. That is amazing. They are flying. So you got to qualify to get invited to this event. You did that back in 17. Right. And then you've been preparing since then to go make this run. Yes. So And then, yes. and this is, this is sort of a dream come true for you. You've wanted to do this right. for a long time. Right. Yeah, I've been thinking about it for about the last five years. And when the first marathon I did, I was about 40 minutes too slow. And so, thankfully, I got a little older, so that helped. <laughs> that helped. very yeah. often either. Yeah. But I still had to speed up by about 30 minutes. So, it was uh, just a lot of running. You have to run a whole lot. So, I usually run – I was trying to run between 40 and 50 miles a week just to build up to get to the point where I could run faster. And so, uh, this was my fifth marathon that I've run. And every marathon up until this one, I was able to lower my time by about five to ten minutes. Each time? Each time. So, that's real. I mean, that's real progress. Right, right. And so, when I was about ten minutes away, I could see that it might be possible for me to qualify. So, I kind of stepped up my training and trained a little bit harder and was able to qualify. And so, just the qualification is, uh, I was actually pretty satisfied with just qualifying. But then I thought, you know, I may never qualify again. And so, I really need to uh, run at Boston, uh, being that I actually got into it. Because they don't take all the qualifiers you also have to be under a certain amount of time and so this year you had to be under four minutes 52 seconds and i was close to six minutes under so i actually got in okay so you qualify but just because you qualify doesn't mean you're in you're just eligible and then you have to go through the second phase right and then based on the number of participants they decide how much under your qualifying time you need to be so that eliminates another whole group of people. Right, right. And and Jeremy actually fell in that group. Right, he did. Yes. 
Yes, and then they they also let you uh, register for two hundred dollar entry fee, so that as well. So, well, you know, well I will. I would like to say for the resurrection run, you you don't have to qualify. And was the entry fee less than 200 And it was less than 200 yes. So next year you may want to think about running ours. I know, actually, so. I wish I could have because I ran it the year before. He did. Of course, I was out of town, so I didn't get to run it this last year. Well, you year. know, we missed a golden opportunity. We should have had Frank wearing a resurrection run, you know, something. Or an out to pasture. Or an out to pasture and kind of representing in Boston saying, hey, here's the other big races that that you may or may not heard of. Right. And show and Frank, I asked this question yeah. of John Clary when he, he was here to talk about economic development, but I'll ask you too: Is is there any way you can quantify the the effect that this radio show has had on your running career? Yes, it. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's just inspired me to continue running, Same. Same. and has been the encouragement that when you run, you know, a ten mile run and you get tired after eight, I'm like. Out to pasture, I need to run those last that's two safe. miles. That's what I'm that's, talking about. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what I'm talking about. So I appreciate that, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> we just got props from a Boston marathoner. Yes. That's yeah. that's huge. Will you, ever, will you do it again? If if someone was uh, going with me to run, I think I would. But just to run it again on my own, I don't know. Could we get if if we did it? Could we get like an out to pasture sponsorship? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, we could sponsor absolutely. him. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you know, we almost were featured at Wrigley Field. Yeah, almost. So that's right. If we could get almost featured at the Boston Marathon. That's like a twofer. That's a twofer. Yeah, we're going places with this show, folks. All right, so you got you, you got qualified and you made the cut when they announced the cut, and you decide I'm going to go do this. So t- tell me logistically what happens. How do you get up there and get in starting position? Well, um, thankfully we were able to fly up to Boston because it's quite a ways away. So you didn't have to run. That didn't have to run. <laughs> um, the hotels are very, very expensive in downtown Boston around the finish line. So we ended up staying about 15 miles out in a cheaper hotel. That was very nice. But uh, we uh, so that morning uh, I got up, went outside, and it was pouring down rain. And so it's kind of like our run. The similarities. A lot of similarities. Yeah. A yes. lot of similarities. Thankfully, it led up, so I had to take a train down to Boston to check my bag. They have it very, very well organized because there's 30,000 runners. Got off the train, checked my bag, um, and then went to the shuttle buses. And they probably shuttle bus 20,000 runners from the finish line out to the start line. Wow. So mm. It's just a, a convoy of yellow school buses taking runners out and uh, then they have a little athletes village because the elite wheelchair gets to start first then the elite runners and then they have four different waves and i was in wave three so uh, i think the elite runner started a little bit after nine and i started almost at 11 o'clock and so they kind of you're you kind of feel like a cow kind of like herded into big groups of people and um, so i was in there with you know probably another five thousand runners in my wave and then they uh, do a starting and take off running the good part is it starts downhill so that was pretty nice that's nice yeah and uh then just run your 26 miles 
uh, back to Boston. So, so basically, you have to run because you're like all my stuff's in Boston. <laughs> That's the incentive. Yeah, I left my keys. I left my khakis, my my khakis. <laughs> that is right. I carried a little bit of cash with me just in case uh, in the emergency, but uh, just took off running. And uh, you know, you want to be careful that you don't count the miles because that's a little discouraging. It's like you don't want to be thinking, oh, I still got 23 miles left. I still have 22 miles left. So I kind of break it up into five-mile segments. For some reason, after you finish five, it's easier to say, well, I'm one-fifth of the way there, almost, plus a little bit extra. So that kind of helps mentally uh, kind of withstand the droning on and on of the running. So what, what is in your mind for all this time? Is it you focused just one foot in front of the other, or do you have some other... Now, I usually I usually do listen to music, but honestly, the crowds cheering. The neat thing about Boston is there's so many people cheering along the way that I could not really hear my music very much for the crowds cheering because there's just thousands and thousands wow. of people cheering along the way. So that's really encouraging. And then I have a watch that keeps up with the distance I've run and the pace I've run. So I kind of I want to be careful not to go out too fast and so i kind of watch that and just you kind of do mental games just to kind of keep yourself together running that far so that's kind of what i do now on the shuttle bus bus loads of people been shuttled from the finish line back to the start line any trash talking going on not in my bus because oh, they even bad. shuttle you according to how you're going to finish. So pretty much everyone in my shuttle bus was about the same pace runners that I was running. And so there's not too much trash talking. It's mainly t- uh, talking about where you're from. So I met people from Ohio and California and just uh, even some runners from Korea and Japan. So runners come from all over the world well, to run. You know, wow. that's very similar to our race. Very very similar. We had an ATV that would shuttle some people because they had parked off some way. Right. So you'd shuttle one or two people. <laughs> and you might meet some interesting people. Yeah, and we had people like from Tyler and Shreveport. And no trash talking. No, no, really no trash talking. Just support. Support. So, I mean, the races are almost like, you know, the same race. Maybe next year you guys could be like a Boston Marathon qualifier. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, what to look into that. And then Frank, Frank's offered to be our Grand Marshal next year at the Resurrection Run. <laughs> we'll have a Just as pastor. long as everyone runs behind me. That'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you'll have to worry about me being in front of you, you know. so You might get chased by a police officer. That's true. That could happen. Yeah. That was great. Ben Bonham jumped right in the race and took off in full gear. Yeah, full gear, 25 to 30 pounds. But you couldn't get him behind you where you can get a picture? I, well, the one time I did pass him, I was too tired to get my phone up to take a picture. I was like, uh, uh. so I was behind him the whole time. Well, Frank, that is so, so cool. It was exciting. It, it really a once-in-a-lifetime deal, and I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Well, hang around just a little bit longer. I want to take one more break and then come back and ask you a couple more questions about what this whole experience was like for you. Can you do that? I sure can. All right. Let's take one more commercial break, and we'll be right back with the rest of today's episode of Out to Pastor on KWRD 1470 and 98.5. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657- 
800-242-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. Which is a great lead-in to a couple of jokes. What do you got? Well, what do you get when you run in front of a car? What? Tired. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Well, if you do it again, what? <laughs> you get retired. <laughs> well, what do you get when you run behind a car? I don't know. Exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Running on empty. Oh, my. Uh, see, this is what inspired Frank to run. It is. Well, he said that earlier in the show, if you yes. missed it, folks. He yeah. said it was out to pastor that inspired him and kept him going throughout the marathon. It's All those tough miles. The tough miles. Were worth it. Heartbreak Hill. That is right. Frank is thinking, if Jamie and Matt can pull this off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for two and a half seasons, <laughs> I surely can I can do this. <laughs> surely I can get up this it one hill. It was steep, but I can make it for them. He I know how I you feel. He may have been trying to outrun the radio signal. If I run a little farther... <laughs> Maybe I'll get out of range. <laughs> now, you could, Frank, next year on your phone, you could take some episodes of Out to Pastor with you. I could. You could actually listen. You could do that. Yes, I could. Much much as I tell the family in the car, you know, we got five hours to Fayetteville. We could listen to virtually the entire second season of Out to Pastor. And they say, we could. <laughs> you're, you're right. We could. Yeah, you're right. We could. <laughs> we could. So, Frank, we picked Running on Empty there because I got to know, I got to figure Coming down that last stretch there, that's got to be tough. It is very tough, and I was definitely running on empty, That so that was very appropriate. A good, good choice. Yeah, the staff does what it can. Yes, but you make, you know, you make a number of turns and twists uh, to make it to that final stretch, and you're just thinking, just keep on running, because they are hauling some people away on stretchers, wow. and oh. you don't want to be one be of that. those uh, taken away on stretchers, and so, but the, the crowd is so encouraging, and there's people uh there was one guy uh, who was running near me that was actually pushing uh, his handicapped child in a, a wheelchair wow and uh you know and he was zipping back and forth high-fiving the crowd and stuff i was i was too exhausted you to, were on <laughs> yes i was on empty so just making it through but all the thousands of people boston is just incredible about cheering my wife and daughter were there they were cheering me on and i knew a lot of people were following me on that Boston app, so it made me want to finish and uh, just you know make those last few steps in. So it was really, really satisfying. So what does that feel like? You cross the finish line after all those miles, all that work. How does it feel? It feels really good. Feels really good. Um, one of the things I'd done to kind of train was I had cut out sodas for like four and a half months. So now, I was thinking, Jamie, uh, you may not understand how important that is to Frank. Yes, like a, yeah, because he and Sonic have a deal. Yes, uh, and so yeah. Uh, they don't have they didn't have any sonics but i did go get a coca-cola pretty quickly <laughs> so that was good too and no honey butter chicken biscuits at the finish line no and my stomach was a little upset so i didn't want to eat too much Which right afterwards that? so but next year good. when he's the grand marshal at our race 
he'll be able to eat. Oh yeah, and we'll have the we'll honey butter chicken business. Yeah, we'll fine. fix him up next year, Frank. Don't worry about it. Next year, thank you'll you. Be a, thank you. This is a sophisticated event here next year. We'll have you in town for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, Frank, thanks for being on the show and congratulations. Thank you for having is, me. I, I mean, that's really cool lot. though. Boston, Mar- the, the Boston, Boston Marathon. One of what thirty thousands or one so? of thirty thousand. <sighs> wow, that's from Henderson, Texas. From Henderson, Texas. That's, that's cool. As featured. On out to pass. On out to pass. We're bringing big stuff. It's a big show, man. It's yeah. a big program. Number one in the nation. Number one <laughs> in the nation. <laughs> Among all shows airing at this time on this station. Yeah, Friday, 1130. <laughs> well, folks, that's going to about run us out of time for this week's show. <laughs> Did you plan that? <laughs> or did it just happen? <laughs> You've been gonna, training for it. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for that one. <laughs> Frank Lane, thanks for joining us. Congratulations again. Thank you for having me. We'll see you around town. All right, folks. We'll be back next week. More out to pastor. Yeah. It's KWRD 1470. We're not running on empty either. You never know what's going to happen. No. Because we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. We'll see you next week.